This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Men is up next, but first, listen to this other fine OPI show. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, we talk about three super cool Mopars for sale. Which one would you choose? Plus a look back at the enduring Chevy Suburban. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Hey, hey. You're, uh, what is that? You've got like a weird expression on your face. My Elvis. That's my Elvis. That's sneer. your Elvis? Really? Yeah, you really need a lot of work. It looks more like, a, looks more like Billy Barty. Well, you I know. Been, <laughs> Billy Barty. With, yeah, that's what you look like. With, a, with, with like some a, like, sort of uh, a Bell's palsy. Yeah, like a yeah, exactly. You know, like a sneer um, when he's getting yelled at in one of his movies. <laughs> That's what your face looks like. Well, speaking of old movies, yeah, I have rediscovered Elvis movies. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure I ever really had much exposure to Elvis movies. I don't remember. Yeah, you, this is not a rediscovery. This it's is a, a discovery. discovery. Because yeah. so I teach a class on Tuesdays and Thursdays, yeah. and it's at eight o'clock. So I get the kids a little moving in the morning, you know, at eight o'clock. <laughs> is it a dance class? Well, no, it's a marketing class. Yeah. But what I'll do is at eight o'clock, I'll show like two or three minutes of a of a, of a, of a dancey movie to get, get the kids going, you know. Okay. And I'm going through an Elvis phase right now. Wow. And I played the too much. I can't. No, you're not allowed to sing it. The, too much a little more, a little more conversation. Uh, yeah, or a, little, a little too much conversation. A little yeah. more action. Yeah. Um. From Viva Las Vegas? Yeah. And I played that dance party scene. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, first of all, that is an awesome party, right? It is. (laughs) I mean, you got all the... I've never been to a party that cool. (laughs) You got all the the, the hot people with with the pool and the food and everything. Yeah, yeah. And Anne Margaret is... Oh, yeah. Smoking. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I'm in a kind of an Elvis mood right now. Okay. Yeah. What's you know, your favorite? What's your favorite? Well, have you been out to my Elvis shrine in the garage? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've got, garage. You know, I've got a uh, uh, like a one foot bust, uh, a Go bust ahead. of his head. Mm-hmm. I've got two black velvet Elvis that, paintings uh-huh. on the wall. Uh-huh. I also have a uh, Elvis Presley Boulevard sign right. that uh-huh. I bought there. Well, I think you bought it when we were there. Yeah, so I, I actually went through my Elvis phase you know 10 15 20 years ago maybe even more than that 30 years ago he's great oh my god just, he's the best i, mean, I think he's the, the king of rock and roll i think the movies kind of suck don't oh, they? the movies are terrible <laughs> but there's always a really attractive yeah. uh co-star and this is something i i found out from mary tyler moore uh elvis slept with every single co-star Except for one. And that's her? Or? And that was her. Really? And she saw it as like a badge of honor. And, and she told us that story on Landecker Show, which means if, that if you're watching an Elvis movie and it's not with Mary Tyler Moore, it, <laughs> there, there's been a little yes. fraternizing. But yes. Yeah, he did pretty good with the ladies, I think. Well, he, I mean, he's so good looking, I'm hot for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I know. My well, mom was a big Elvis fan. This is, you know, she wasn't really, but her friends were big Elvis fans. And she said they used to go to these movies 
and her cousin Wally, you know, Valtraud, <laughs> would scream from the beginning of the movie until the end, just screaming every time Elvis came on because he was so beautiful that uh, it. She just lost. She just lost it. Well, it's like that hysteria, that Beatles hysteria, right? That, right. Right. But then again, also Hitler had that same hysteria. Right. Over you had to bring us down. <laughs> you had to bring us down. Hey, Rick, we got yeah. some huge news. We did. Just came over the wire. Okay. I literally just got a text. All Opi shows are now on Amazon Music Podcast as well as Audible. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. Bezos has been just constant. Just, <laughs> he finally wore us down. Text and, after text yeah. after text. So, yes, all these great shows that you have been accustomed to, you can now even listen to them again. Right. Uh, so, on Amazon fa- Music Podcast and Audible. Well, so, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I, we, let's get going. All right. Here we go. You're listening to Minutia Men, featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. What do you got, Dave? Well, Rick, remember back in the late 70s and the early 80s and those halcyon days of America when really the only thing we had to worry about was 12% mortgage rates and stifling inflation. <laughs> and disco. And, and, and doing coke at yeah. Studio 54. You know, <laughs> oh, that was us. Yeah, you know, but it was just, it, yeah. was, such, it was a simpler time than it what was. we're talking about right sure. now. Um, well, here's a story that makes me even long for those days even more. Okay. Okay. Jimmy Carter is fully aware his son smoked pot with Willie Nelson right on the White House roof. In the <laughs> do tell in the soon to be released document, Willie Nelson got high. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, in the soon to be released documentary, Jimmy Carter, rock and roll president, the former president confirms that his son Chip twisted a fatty with country music icon Willie Nelson on the roof of. The White House. That's cool. That's awesome. Now, President Carter doesn't seem to be upset about it. In fact, he may have knew about it then. I don't know. But the well, stu- I'm sure the Secret Service immediately. Yeah, uh, uh, Mr. President, your son is getting high right. on the roof with right. Willie Nelson right now, and he's bogarting it. And right. I think that exactly. uh, uh, the story goes that during a break in Nelson's White House performance, Chip Carter goes, uh, "Hey, you want to go? Yeah. You want to go up and you know? Hey, let wanna... me show you the roof." Right. So they went upstairs, and they kept on going up. Till they finally hit the roof. Yeah. They leaned against the big flagpole that. Wow. <laughs> and they just got high. That is awesome. And they watched all of the traffic because all the streets in Washington, D.C. lead. Oh, they all flow in towards the White House. Right. So they were just up there watching all the traffic going now towards that. that right. You know, that is, that is awesome. Absolutely. So yeah. it made me think a little bit about. What presidents would have been cool to blow a bong with? You know what else I'm just thinking of, yeah. uh, just as an aside yeah. here? Um, imagine getting high on the roof of the White House and then being able to just go down and say, uh, yeah, make me a sandwich or, you know, <laughs> well, you know, full access to the kitchen. <laughs> well, full access. Well, you kind of are, you're kind of bogarting my high right now oh, by I'm saying sorry. this. I'm uh, sorry. Did I that, step on your uh, well, I was punchline? Thi- I was thinking of presidents that would have been cool to blow a bong with, yeah, right? Okay. Taft. Of course. Right? Exactly. The munchies, my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, Slick Willie, I think. I yeah. Think, I think. He does not inhale. Right. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> I did not bogart that joke joint with that woman. Uh, 
I think W, I think, you know, his laugh, right? Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. I love America. <laughs> I love that joint. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, uh, okay, well, hey. I think Jimmy Carter, you could say what you want of his effectiveness as being a president, but he's definitely upped his game since he's... He's the greatest uh, ex-president ever. of all time. Right. He is a wonderful humanitarian. I got a little... You know, I reached out to him to be on... The podcast. Did you really? Yeah. And I got a letter back from his publicist saying, yeah. uh, you know, his schedule does not permit, but please contact. And I didn't. You know what? Yeah. Follow up. Next week. He's got I, a movie to promote. But, okay, cool. Well, I have a, a story for you. Uh, this involves uh, our favorite sport of baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, add Zach Wheeler to the long list of weird baseball injuries. The Philadelphia Phillies right-hander. Hurt a fingernail on his pitching hand while putting on his pants. <laughs> Can't make this up, Phillies manager Joe Girardi oh, said of the injury. He apparently lost his balance while putting his jeans on. And then the, na- there. the nail caught in the uh, lip of the belt buckle area and partially lifted off oh. the nail bed, causing blood and soreness. And uh, he, he really, he's got no, he can't. He's got numb, His probably, finger right? cannot... Uh, Without being in, in total uh, pain, he cannot hold on to the baseball right now. So he is out, maybe <laughs> for the rest of the season. And, you know, uh, there have been many embarrassing injuries in baseball history. And I noted a few of them in my book, Every Cub Ever. Available at Eckhart's Brown. Would you like to hear some of the ones sure. that the Cubs have had over the years? Sure. Um, Sammy Sosa. Uh, remember? Sneeze. Was that the sneeze? Sneezed. Okay. He injured himself sneezing. Randy Veers. Uh, he hurt his hand pounding on the wall of his hotel room trying to get the people next door to make less noise. <laughs> like, whoops. Um, Ryan Dempster mm-hmm. injured his toe jumping over the railing to celebrate a victory. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kerry Wood once uh, slipped and fell in a hot tub. Remember that one? Uh, uh, was he injured a lot? Wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he might have been injured <laughs> once or twice. Mike Morgan, he fell on a wet step near his pool. <laughs> Um, Mike Harkey, uh, who was a uh, Cubs uh, pitcher. phenom, uh, yeah, a pitcher, he uh, was injured doing handstands in the outfield <laughs> just to entertain the yeah, right. blew his knee out yeah. and uh, ended his career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jose Cardinal, uh, one of my all time favorites, he must have was it a when he flipped his helmet back or something? No, no. Or what? Uh, he declared himself unfit to play because crickets in his hotel room kept, kept him up. Kept him up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Another time, he said he couldn't play because his eyelid was stuck open. Yeah. Like open, uh, not closed, yeah. open. So, you know, he couldn't uh, He couldn't blink. Um, there's a couple other quick ones here. Brandon Morrow, was just uh, this just happened recently. He heard his back taking off his pants like Zach Wheeler. <laughs> Boys, never take your pants off. Mike Remlinger did it in a way that could have only happened to a Rick and a Dave uh, on his lazy boy chair. <laughs> he hurt his hand on his lazy boy chair. What, on the lever or yeah. what was the? Yeah, he, like he, he cut himself and uh, and then uh, Kyle Farnsworth, one of my favorites, he hurt his leg kicking an electric fan in the dugout. It, was he upset? Yeah. Wasn't Kyle yeah. Farnsworth also the guy that would? that fell asleep in the bullpen or was that oh, yeah. Lee Smith used to do that too oh. I guess if you're not pitching yeah right? uh, yeah. well you failed to mention the twisted testicle of oh I forgot well that one that just makes me queasy was that Michael Barrett Michael right? Barrett he yeah tw- 
He twisted testicle. Was that like a foul ball or what? Yeah, hit it? him right in the you know, you know who are pussies? Catchers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hockey players and catchers. <laughs> Sissies. I tell you, a hockey player, he's got a lower body injury, <laughs> which means his leg could have fallen <laughs> yeah, off. Right. Or he's got an upper body well, injury, which means his head could have fallen well, off. You know that you've heard the term stinger, right? Yeah. You know, especially in football games. You know what a stinger is? Not really, no. That's um, temporary paralysis. Oh. I mean, seriously. So, you, you know, when, when the announcer goes, ah, he's out with a stinger. I mean, yeah, he, he lost. It sounds no, right. Like it no sounds big like deal. Yeah, they make a funny little name about right. it, right? Yeah, you. That's temporary paralysis. Wow, yeah, that's when I played. You yeah. played with a stinger. You know, I used to uh, get really upset that hay fever has got such a uh, <laughs> bad rap. I mean, it sounds like oh, hay fever, yeah. really. Yeah. But you know, when you have it, it's it's the most horrible thing. Well, did I? Well, you want it, what's uh, we can go through embarrassing uh, injuries because oh, okay. I've got one right now. Yeah, so. And this will come as a surprise to you. I ate a lot of cough drops when I was a kid. Okay. That was when I was in high school. I mean, I had allergies. I, I always had a cold. Right. Right. I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's Me too. I know that that is a surprise. So I was sucking on a halls. Uh-huh. Okay. And I had a really, I had a bad cold and I was sucking on a hall, uh, on a halls in the halls of Lane Tech. Okay. Believe it. And I had a sneeze and I clenched my mouth because i didn't want the the cough drop to go flying and i blew out the tube from my ears to the <laughs> it's the eustatius tube or the eustatian the eustatian tube it ruptured that's pretty good <laughs> but i kept that damn cough drop in my mouth you know i have uh so this is my most embarrassing one um and I, i've got so many yeah. but uh this is kind of, I have recent, within the last 20 years, I was working downtown, so, you know, 15 years ago, and a, I was waiting for the elevator, and I ran uh, to, <laughs> back to my desk to get something, and when I went to, back to my desk, I heard, ding, you know, would, the elevator, elevator right. was there, so I sprinted. To get to the elevator, and on my sprint, I pulled a hammy, yeah. and it, it was just like, you know, you've seen the the baseball runners right, the grabbing that, yeah. yeah, like they don't even make it to first base. That's what happened to me. I was like screaming in agony on the hallway outside of the elevator door. Did you make the elevator? No, I did not make the elevator, and I was Olympic <laughs> crutches for like a week <laughs> after that. Right, well, there you go. You've got another story, don't you? All right, so. You know, we don't do a lot of politics on this no. show. Um, Although we say that and then we veer into a political. <laughs> thing. I mean, we are who we are. Um, but this is kind of a non-political political uh, moment. Okay. Uh, we are lucky, Dave and I are lucky, to live in a non-competitive state. Yes, right, right. Meaning we are not being inundated with ads. Right. Like you poor Florida people and in Wisconsin. Oh my God. Our heart goes out to yeah, you because right. it's just gotta be, it's gotta be horrible. This is from reason magazine. Okay. Reason magazine has put this out and said, we could play this. It is an, it, it, they call it every political ad ever distilled. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. 
This election, your choice couldn't be more important. Our candidate is in flattering lighting and full bright color. Their candidate is in grainy high contrast black and white. Spotted through a telephoto lens from behind a bush. Coming back from God only knows where. Our guy points at the horizon and holds a baby. Their guy doesn't have a baby. Their guy has a golf club. The voiceover for our guy is calm, measured, bright. Their guy gets the lower register. And sometimes we slow our guy has clean headlines and the beautiful lens flare America needs. Here's a scary graph over a photo of their guy awkwardly laughing. Snap zoom. Do you want a snap zoom like that in office? Here's a photo of our guy saluting military veterans. Jump cuts, flashes, static, aggressive colors. You can't trust a guy with graphics like this. Our guy gets stock footage of sunrises and an American flag. Their guy's flag is upside down and on fire. Intercut with overdue bills, war, and a crying baby. Our guy gets doctors and astronauts and stimulus checks. Flatline. An eagle. Hurricane. The Statue of Liberty. Crime scene tape. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. A girl running in a wheat field to escape a dangerous sexual predator. <laughs> Building. Atomic bomb. This election, the choice is yours. Their guy or our guy. Inspiring slogan. Pretty, oh, pretty that classic. Is, that is so yeah, dead it, It's out there if you want to check it out. Reason Magazine. There was another out. one or similar. I don't know. I don't know if it was this you know, Reason Magazine who did it, but it was the COVID-19 ad. And it was the new normal. You know, uh, <laughs> we're here for you. Uh, and it was just the typical template. But that was great. Good job. Yeah. Uh, hey, I think we should take a break. Okay, let's do it. Uh, we're going to take a break now, but coming up, we'll be playing a preview of who will be our next guest on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. But right now, here's a promo from our current episode. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, we talk to Amy Landecker. Your husband is obviously very politically uh, active. Um, I, I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Let's go bother him now. Actually. Oh, okay. Right. We're waking up Bradley Woodford right now. I love it. Rick, this should be a new bit that we do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, he's in the shower. Oh, this is even better. Honey. What? Oh, and he's naked, so I definitely won't turn Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right we're going to have to draw the line here. <laughs> Minutia Men, Celebrity Interview. An Opi show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. On and friends, we like to occasionally torture ourselves by trying something that we may or just may not like. Sometimes people like to bring things that they know we're not going to like. And sometimes they bring things that we might not like, but we actually do. All that and more on and friends. An Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Um, Dave, I'd like to start a new feature, if that's okay with you. Sure. I don't know what we're going to call it yet, either like from the archives or this week in Rick and Dave. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I've been accumulating all this uh, material, um, as as have you. Yeah. Uh, we own a publishing company. Mm-hmm. We've got all this stuff in our archives. And, you know, I want to share it with the people. Oh. And so every week I'd like to uh, go and well, over. And this is content that's already been produced, so less workload for us. <laughs> it's like you see through me. <laughs> Uh, but so, for instance, we have a bunch of uh, birthdays to mm-hmm. announce this week, um, and uh, I've written about, or people that we have employed have written about all of these people. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, go over some of them. 
Uh, from the local radio community, happy birthday to uh, John Dempsey mm. from WLS Radio. Nice guy. Uh, Jennifer Kuiper from WBBM. Um, and uh, Ryan Arnold from WXRT. Uh, I have well, also Matt Spiegel from The Score. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed all of them for Illinois Entertainer or Chicago Radio Spotlight, if you'd like to uh, check those out. Um, it's also birthday of several of our authors mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Bobby Scafish, uh, who did the book We Have Company. Um, Chuck Quinzio, yeah. who did the book Life Behind the, Life Behind the Camera. And also Tim Clue, Who's been on this show? Mm-hmm. Actually, Bobby Scafish has been on this show too. Has have we had Quinzio? We have not had Quinzio. Oh, he'd be a colorful actor. That would be a good one. Um, so, uh, also some celebrity birthdays this week. Uh, uh, Larry Brown, the basketball, basketball coach, coach uh, he's featured in Chet Kopic's book. It's also Agatha Christie's birthday. Now she's been dead for a long time. Um, I have a, a story about a crime scene I'd like to share someday. B.B. Uh, King mm. is in Bill Page's book. Um, it's also Mike Ryko's birthday this week. Who called you a genius. So called me a genius. June Foray. Uh, the, the voiceover The voiceover talent. actress. Anne Bancroft. I previously right, told sure. you my Anne ba- Bancroft story. Yeah. And also uh, Sean Kempfer. Your son. My son. Well, my daughter's yeah. coming up in a couple of weeks as well. I know. We'll save it because we'll do it next right. week. But uh, Sean Kempfer is 18 years old on Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Wow scary uh and from our uh anniversaries and events uh file we've got uh this is the week of Stephen gary's breakup in mm-hmm. 1993 no stories there uh, <laughs> one or two stories joel daly met the beatles this week in 1964 with that 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 ringo that ringo talked to him about yep how a part of his body was being used too much he did with the groupies that's right he was in pain um, we it's the anniversary of the Lone Ranger mm-hmm. debuting, which we've got uh, several stories John about. John Landecker, a big Ranger, Lone, Lone Ranger fan. A few deaths happened this week uh, in the last few years. Don Wade, a WLS uh, mm-hmm. personality, passed away. He's featured in records truly is my middle name. Also, Charmian Carr, who played Liesel mm-hmm. in The Sound of Music, which is one of Your my favorite celebrity right. stories. Um, this week, Dave, in nineteen or in 2009... Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Schmeek of the Chicago Tribune wrote about uh, did she win a Dave. She won a Pulitzer, didn't she? Or no, she won, she's a very well-known... I think she did win a Pulitzer. Yeah, not uh, for this article. Not but. for this article, but uh, she did write about us. And also uh, the uh, song, uh, We Might Lose 100 Games, <laughs> debuted this week in 2012. And a couple other quick things, and then uh, we'll get to uh, our next feature, but... Uh, this week in 2009, I was on WGN talking about wait till next year. Uh, 2016, Bobby Scafish was on with Rokan. 2017, Joel Daly was here at the Frisbee Center. 2018, Chet was on Steve Dahl's mm-hmm. show. Uh, and 2019, my son Sean, who we just discussed, mm-hmm. won a 5K race. Yeah, I didn't know he was that athletic. <laughs> okay. Tell me about the 5K race. <laughs> so here's the story. Here's the picture of it. See it uh, on the calendar. On the calendar yeah. uh, last year on this, this week, last year, we went to uh, Janet Sutherland. One of our authors had an, an event out in, I think, College of DuPage. Yeah. And it was a 5K walk run for uh, brain aneurysm mm. survivors. Now, it wasn't really a walk run. It was a walk. Yeah. But I didn't know that. I thought it was a 5K run. So I brought Sean because he wanted to, you know. He wanted to pad his stats. He wanted to get a run in. Yeah. So it started. 
He ran. Everyone else walked. He finished like eight minutes ahead. And there's a picture of him like way ahead of all of the other people in this, except uh, uh, they're all like they have canes and walkers. And and Sean is going full speed. You know, we would congratulations. Like, uh, and if you'd like to donate to the Brain Aneurysm Foundation, you can go on Eckhart's Press. We have a link on our website. Um, and Janet is taking di- donations now for the walk for the 2020 walk. Yeah. You know what you're going to, what I've noticed with all these events, yeah. uh, 2020 is really not going to be a big year for events. <laughs> no, we're not going to have anything at all. Yeah. Uh, now, so you want to hear anything more about any of those, uh, well, from the um, archives, you know, the wait till next year, all right, perhaps our white album, right? Well, I mean, you want to explain to people what happened? Well, in 2009, this is just shortly after the Just One Bad Century website came up, right? When, right. when did we start the... 2008. Right. So the Cubs, and I know for you young kids out there, you may not know this, but the Cubs had a tendency to lose a lot. They sucked. <laughs> at the end, And at the end of the year. And I can't remember the exact scenario, but I think they were playing the Dodgers maybe, and then... Um, the Cubs lost in a horrible fashion. Yeah, and we were, and I was calling you to console you. I'm sure. And all right, l- l- you know what? Let me just read the article because it explains it all okay. in here. Okay. So you didn't like my explain? Yeah, was I going a little long? Is that? Well, one? no, because I don't want to repeat. Okay. All right. uh, the night Rick Kemper and Dave Stern dreamed up. This is Mary Schmeek writing in the Chicago Tribune. The night Rick Kemper and Dave Stern dreamed up the preposterous ad that ran last week in the Tribune. Rick was in his basement with his six year old son, so, who's now eighteen. Who's now eighteen. <laughs> Watching the Cubs play the Dodgers. Good memory. Cubs pitcher Angel Guzman had just given up a grand slam and pop there went more than the ball game, Dave called. That's in the end of the season, Rick told Dave that night. Wait till next year was just born, Dave answered. The ad was born at that moment too. And really, Rick and Dave insist it was never intended as a hoax, just a cathartic joke. Every Cub fan with a sense of humor, which is not every Cub fan, (laughs) would understand. Which we found out, yeah. Just a little self-loathing shtick, says Dave. You may have seen the ad in last Thursday's Tribune. There on the celebrations page amid the weddings and anniversary. Sucky and just a crappy year of Chicago's North Side are proud to announce the birth of their daughter, Waitle Nex, born Thursday, August 20th in Los Angeles, it began. It went on, noting that the first Waitle next year was born in Chicago in 1909, <laughs> And that the new Waitle was born several weeks premature. <laughs> a keen-eyed reader would have noticed that in the photo, Waitle, who was sitting up unsupported in a Cubs shirt and hanging onto a Cubs cap with meaty paws, looked awfully big and frisky for a child born three weeks ago. <laughs> that same sharp reader would have also guessed that just a crappy was just a little too cute. But soon, sucky and just a crappy year were being vilified on blogs all over the web. Was there nothing those idiotic Cub fans wouldn't name their children? Total morons, said one. One blogger suggested Waitle be placed in protective custody immediately. A blog post about Waitle on Deadspin.com, a popular sports site, got millions of clicks. Mm -hmm. Rick and Dave, meanwhile, were sitting in their computers that day Googling Waitle Next, pleasantly aghast at how their gag was spreading. They found Waitle's birth announcement on TV news sites in Fort Worth and Los Angeles, NBC5, Channel 5 in Chicago, called Rick to ask if it was true, and learning it wasn't, 
posted a story about a hoax. <laughs> it was a hoax. <laughs> Hashtag fake cup news. <laughs> I didn't see it as a prank, says Rick, who is a freelance writer and former radio producer as well as a diehard Cubs fan. I saw it as a fun way to point out that the season was over. Many people, it should be said, enjoyed the joke. Since Wadle's birth announcement, thousands of people around the country have clicked on Rick's blog site, JustOneBadCentury.com. On it, he collects information that tries to make sense of the perennial failures his Uncle Manny taught him to love when he was five. And the people who believe that Wadle next year was real have a strong defense. There is a precedent. Children exist on the planet today with names like Addison N. Clark Mm -hmm. and Wrigley Fields. That baby who posed as Wadle in the ad... He's the son, eight months old in the photo, of Rick's friend, Andy. His name is Ryan, after Ryan Sandberg, said Rick. No need to note the Ryan is a famous cub. Rick was on his way to Wrigley when we talked on Thursday. (laughs) Cubs versus the Brewers. Who do you think will win? Well, he said, a pause, the Cubs. They lost. (laughs) As sucky in just a crappy year could have predicted. Uh, Yeah, I remember, especially, and Googling, you know, constantly... I mean, I did nothing for like two days afterwards, I, yeah. you know, even the next day. Like, oh, my God, we're in Colorado and Hawaii and whatever. And just the comments, the horrible oh comments God. from people like these guys are idiots. They were vicious. They were vicious. <laughs> they were like, Come vicious. On, it's just a joke. And I also remember when I because I called in that ad at the Tribune. Those are yeah. the days that you I think had a I don't know. I didn't do it online, but I called it and I, and I, I didn't want them to realize what I was doing. So it was yeah. Yare. It, oh, was, okay. it was it was Wadel Wadel next Yare. Okay, sir. That'll be eighty seven dollars and forty seven cents. Oh my god. All right. Well that was eleven years ago yeah. this week. Yeah. That's in Chicago. All right, time for our next feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity. Now you're starting a feature. I'm making a tweak to our feature. Okay. All right. You know what I'm going to do is remember when we used to do two names, I would, well, that we would always tease the next name. Yeah. I think we should go back to doing that. Okay. Is that all right with you? Yeah, yeah, all right. All right. That's fine. So today's is yeah. going to be Mary Lou Henner. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so um, Mary Lou Henner, this, I've, I think I previously told another story about Mary Lou Henner when I uh, had to get a clip of her in a nude scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked you to put it back in the jar. Mm-hmm. Because the other story um, takes place, you know, in the, in the 90s sometime. Mary Lou Henner came on the show and... John thought, this is a John Landecker show, John thought it would be fun if we played a game called Taxi, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, Mary Lou Henner oh, yeah. was the star of Taxi. So what we did is we got clips from Taxi, and we would play the clip, and then you'd have to guess what the next line was. Oh. Okay. All right, so... We thought that we'd play it with Mary Lou Henner, but then John had an idea as I was telling, we were discussing this. He goes, how if we, how about if we do it in a taxi? Oh, so, so this was the first, this was like the comedians getting coffee kind yeah, of, kind it was of, like the yeah. beginning thing. It's just, so they went down and, and did the bit on Michigan Avenue in a taxi and they had the taxi driver 
uh, some guy named like Ramesh or something like that, guess what the next line was. And we did it like as a multiple choice. Wow. And, you know, and we'd say to the text, you know, this is Mary Lou Henner. She was in the show and, and she was featured in all the clips and. It was it was an awesome oh, bit. Sounds like a great bit. Yeah, it was really great. That's and did she? And did she? She had, uh, she, had a, she was a total sport about right. it. Like we said, all right, we're going to play this game. She goes, great. We're going to play it in a taxi. All right, we're going to take a break and we come uh, back. We'll be like, really, we're going really going to do it. And, and yeah, we really did. Well, it. She's got the photographic memory too, right? Right. So right. it was probably not hard for her to remember what the next line was. Gonna no, be. that's true. She remembered it all. Uh, but anyway, that is my story. Next week's yeah. is going to be, and I kind of, I don't know if you noticed, I was going through the jar to find it. Yeah, I did name. notice that. Yeah, and Margaret. I want to hear the okay. Anne Margaret story. All right. In lieu of the Elvis. Okay. Thing. All right. It's uh, time for our uh, clip of the interview, right? So mm-hmm. um, we mentioned earlier who's on this week's uh, Minishman Celebrity Interview. Uh, coming up next week, mm-hmm. we have interviewed. Yeah, we are prolific. We are just churning <laughs> this shit out. Uh, wow. We have I interviewed. I just pulled a hammy just talking about all the work that we're doing. Filmmaker, yeah. Scrabble on filmmaker, Scott Peterson. And the reason we interviewed Scott is because with everybody being stuck in their homes, uh, and we're all playing games again. And Scrabble is one of the, the biggest selling games in America again. Yeah, I think it's it's selling more than they did in the, like the last 10 years. And and Scott has a special uh perspective on this mm-hmm. because he um has been in the underbelly of the uh Scrabble, Scrabble world. world right. Uh so let's play a little clip and you can get a taste for what this uh what this interview is like. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. The Scrabble world, though, is a, a is a it's a cutthroat world. There was a thing called coffee housing. It's basically just like trash talking. <laughs> you they, call that a vowel? <laughs> right. You can mess with other people's heads, and so you're supposed to hold the bag above your head so you can't see into the bag for the tiles, and you can't feel for the blank tile. Oh, you know what I mean? Be- right, because you could tactilely figure out which one. Right. Any, right. Uh-huh. right. So, so there, there, there's that whole thing. But, you know, when you get to the professional level, of course, they're all smooth. So you can't really, the tiles are all smooth. They have special tiles. Oh, so, you know, it's like you're playing your indoor Whiffle Nerf uh, back at U of I. Yeah. In, Which, by the way, I was the it, best player in history. I, I'm sure you were. I don't doubt that. The, the record will state. <laughs> So, um, so the professional tiles are like Ken dolls. They're all smooth. Down there. <laughs> yes. For, okay. for, for lack of a better uh, uh, comparison, you are correct. If you'd like to hear the entire interview, uh, check out Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview on Spotify, Opie Shows, uh, and Amazon and Audible. Yeah. You could send an email to Jeff Bezos and he'll just... Wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Uh, You will find that uh, fantastic uh, interview. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Man. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. 
Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We'll discuss the matches from the first week and then look forward to some great matches in week two. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Lasano and Friends. Rick Kempfer. You yeah. have a story about Larry Lujak. Uh, so Larry, uh, I, I met Larry when I was a young broadcaster. I was with uh, Brent Miller one day, and we happened to be driving near Larry's house. Yeah. And he lived in Palatine at that time. And he said, well, let's go in and say hi to Larry. And Larry was in the backyard. He had just uh, rescued... Larry, Larry doesn't seem like a friendly person that you just pop in on. No. Okay. No. <laughs> so he was in the backyard. He had just rescued a baby squirrel. And he had it in a little cage. Uh-huh. And he was nursing it. Nursing this baby squirrel. And, and Brant and I just sat there and watched him. And every, every like, you know, three, four minutes... Larry would say something, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and we'd go, oh, okay, Larry. And then we left. That was So that was the time that I met him. Right. He was breastfeeding it? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't fit it in the cage, but he, you know. Be sure to tell a friend about our friends. Listen, subscribe, rate Lasano and friends on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Just search for Radio Misfits.